Hey there, future curious space travelers. Stay tuned for a critical announcement. A thrilling mission awaits those excited about what's next and building it. NFTLA 2022 was a blast. It was also a blast off. In a giant plume of bright burning rocket fuel, Web3, NFTs, blockchain, decentralization, and a suite of immersive new tech developments have just exploded onto the canvas of life. Together, we've boarded a powerful rocket ship, hurtling toward the outer edge into extraordinary realms beyond our known universe of what's possible. Outer Edge is the theme of this year's event, dedicated to those of you building with us at the outer edges, making the future happen. You're a founding pioneer in this new land. Claim your land and build the future with us. What does this all mean? We set aside space within the walls of the LA Convention Center for community members to co-create a decentralized experience. Showcase your Outer Edge projects from immersive tech and art activations to intimate conversations and bring the landscape to life with us. Who is invited and who is this for? Builders and creators, dreamers, disruptors, and doers, community leaders, technologists, and artists. We have room for dozens of projects to participate and bring their communities along at nominal cost. When? Landing, build phase, and community activation are during Outer Edge Week on March 20th to the 23rd, 2023. Build on Monday the 20th. Activate the community on the two following days. In addition, we invite you to submit your external events for inclusion and support from the main event. Where? We'll be granting plots of land within the convention center's walls, and activations will extend throughout LA and beyond. Why? In 2022, we prototyped this one-of-a-kind idea with leaders in Web3, like Super Chief Gallery. We're now approving scores of the same grassroots, community-based initiatives and unleashing more incredible potential. Come experience and co-create the electrifying energy that defines and inspires builders. It's all the benefits of decentralization, all in one place. Save on Ubers, save on stress, immerse yourself. How? Apply now. Welcome to the Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. All right, welcome everyone to this special edition of NFTLA Twitter Spaces Now Outer Edge. How are you guys doing? I hope everyone is doing fine. I am, of course, joined by my co-anchors today, the NFTs, Saxaker, and some amazing guests who decided to join us in this amazing announcement. So take it away from me, Van. How are you doing? Hello. Now that I hear the outer edge, all I want to sing is everything you say to me because I won't stop. Puts it to the edge. And I'm such a nerd. Sorry. You guys just have to tolerate me. Yeah. Really exciting. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I was waiting for my laugh track. What was the point of me helping get the soundboard, Danny, if we're not going to make you look good? Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, if it's your first time tuning in, we have a special space today. NFTLA is up on stage. We got... Josh, we've got Zach here per usual to give you the lowdown on what interesting news is coming up. There's some amazing posts. 
And then we have Miss Nicole Buffett. We're really excited to have you here. You have been doing some amazing paintings, some beautiful art in the NFT world. You've been evangelizing in the space quite a bit. And you touch on topics that really interest me on like health, wellness, spirituality, things like that. And some of the past interviews I've seen. So it's really grateful to have you today. So thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Delighted, delighted. So with that, Josh, I actually wanted to tip it to you first. You want to talk a little bit about what these changes to NFT LA are now, the outer edge, what the thought process was behind it, where we're going from here. It gives me a very Star Trek-y feel, and I guess that's in line with another announcement that we made, right? Yeah, 100%. Look, we love this space and we are so excited about the future. And in the process of doing our podcast, Edge of NFT, over the last two years, there's always this debate, is each month like seven years or nine years? But time is flying. And in the process of time flying, we realize that there's so much more to talk about. And there's so much more to Web3 and this technology convergence with AI and everything else. And we wanted to sort of reflect that in the theme for the year and be more encompassing of all the different components of Web3, DAOs and DeFi and AI and all this good stuff and have a broader conversation and make sure that everyone could come to the table together and sort of collaborate because that's what's happening. Like I was in a car driving to an event with a really cool guy I met in LA that is all about DAOs. He's like, NFTs are cool. I love DAOs. And I'm part of the Web3 community. I was like, man, you're going to love the new name because we want you to be part of this community as well. So this is not like a flash in the pan decision. This has been a lot of time and critical thinking and support to pull this off. And we just feel it's the right direction to reflect where we are now in the space and where it's all going. It's all about collaboration and community. And I felt like trimmed out a lot of the fat, the naysayers, and now we're left with the core of enthusiasts. And it's really been an amazing experience connecting with people week after week in this space. Nicole, I just pinned up some of your most recent posts regarding your project and your Genesis collection, I wanted to get some time and jump over into that for a little bit and talk about it because it's very interesting, your style, what you've done here by getting physical items with the digital items. And we're excited to see these kind of activations and things at NFTLA Outer Edge now and experience that IRL with some of our other featured artists. So can you give us a little bit of background for Sure, yes. So yeah, the image that's pinned is my studio actually right now. And those are a, a most recent edition of Spirit Coins. That was my Genesis collection. The first group of NFTs that I created, that I ever created, or something I called Spirit Coins. They're paintings based on a native practice called council, holding council, where you people sit in a circle and share with a talking stick with the objective being like conflict resolution. And I just learned about this right before the pandemic, really right before I got into the NFT space, into Web3. And I was super inspired by it, really blown away by the power of such a simple act, how deeply transformative it is. And I started making these paintings at that time. Boom, the pandemic hits. And then boom, I'm introduced to Web3 and NFTs. 
And I'm a painter. I make things with my hands. I make things in nature. My work is mostly is space. It's very much about where the intersection of spirituality and art kind of meet. And that's very much my reality and where I live from. So when I first got introduced to the space, it was super digital, obviously. And a lot of the work was very flat, graphic, two-dimensional work that I didn't necessarily relate to, appreciated, but didn't relate to. So I thought it would be fun. And I thought that work at that time, the spirit coin designs were, there was a kind of a radical quality of just how simple the work is. And I thought, I'm going to share something super simple because right now at that point, simplicity and light and clarity was just so much needed in my life, in the world, and in every way. And I took a chance and just thought, I'm going to do this and I'm going to call them spirit coins because this whole new currency and this whole idea of valuing spirit and human beings over all other currencies is what is needed right now. So that's where that this whole body of work kind of came from. That's the origin story of this whole body of work. And then what you see in the pinned picture is a most recent set of 22 spirit coins that I created for a convention actually that just happened in Singapore, um, a self-help, self-transformation convention. And I shared about what it means to be an artist and the creative process and how that basically is one of the most healing things we can do for ourselves and others is get in touch with our creativity. So then one last thing that I'm very excited about is I created an oracle deck, an 88-card oracle deck based on my spirit coins, a physical deck that you can use and that was just super exciting to actually work on that over this last year and write and really give voice to the images. So my heart is totally with Web3 NFTs that they pushed me speaking to outer edge. Truly, that is a perfect word as I've been pushed to the outer edge of my own creative expression. And it's given birth to so many new aspects and collaborations and artworks that would never have even existed previously. So I am really excited <laughs> about being at Outer Edge. Thanks, Nicole. And and we've been so happy. And that's one reason we're honored to have her on this special edition. We met Nicole in the community at another event before we produced our first NFTLA. And in the process of doing our podcast, which has been a really cool way to get to know people, we really vibe. And we decided to do a collab called These Spirit Seeds, sort of based off of her spirit coin collection and our first event. And it was just a great example of co-creation. And we've been thinking really, really hard about how to make experiences and events more co-creative, if you will. We've heard for all year, all these amazing touching stories of people that have met through NFTLA, that have become business partners, that have created pieces of music together, that did art together, that have done mints together. And it's like, how can we create a more co-creative environment based on sort of the types of things we did with Super Chief? And so or includes some really special stuff that we just wanted to do that I don't think has been done before. And we wanted to use today to tell you guys a little bit more about what we're doing. We brought up Nicole because we're working on some ideas together and we brought up the crypto jeweler, the one and only, because we've got a special collab in the making and you all will get some early alpha on that. And these are examples of the type of co-creation we want to do. So if there are artists in the audience, if there are emerging projects that are sort of trying to find their way, that want to figure out cool collaborations, we want you all to know our home is your home. 
So we'll break down some of these details to you over the course of this Twitter space. Sorry to take over the mic, Ben, but I'm just so excited about all the stuff that we have to share with the community today. Never be sorry about that. It's all good things. And it's great because Nicole was touching on something like I felt like that it's pure at the core of everything here that we're working on. And it's important that we don't lose track of that. And it's we are being disruptors and we're trying to pioneer a new image and vision for the world. And simplicity was a word. And that's sometimes something that's extremely lacking in what we do. I mean, we're talking about complicated technology. And so simplicity kind of falls out of the terminology, but bringing it back to the simplicity of what that desire is, that motivation and pushing that into the outer edge, I think is really important. So really grateful to make that connection. I also see some amazing people in the audience. I see Dr. Proctor down there. Hi, Dr. Proctor, if you can hear me, because we met forever ago and you're one of my favorite astronauts. You got to tell me how space was. So that's really cool. And that just reminds me of the experiences I get to have going to these events and connecting with these amazing people. Well, Ben, you're going to get some more alpha, my friend, because we are talking to Kyle and Dr. Proctor about an outer edge space activation at is this where we're going to get Will Shatner and we can compare notes on what's on set versus what's actually in space? Actually, he's been to space. Never mind. A yeah. true legend, that one. It's anything's possible. And just for anyone who hadn't already seen the announcement yesterday, Ben is alluding to the most recently announced keynote speaker of The Outer Edge LA is one and only William Shatner. And my stepdad was freaking out because that's his hero. So I have an obligatory autograph I got a snag from that man. Also, he's a personal hero too. I, you know, I just love him. But I want to take it back to you, Nicole, because I want to hear a little bit about how you stumbled on this arts and what really set you on this path. There's so many different avenues artists are taking when they're getting into Web3. Talking about what you get exposed into when you come to an event like NFTLA, it can be overwhelming trying to understand how to take the physical into the digital, what you can do with access, all those things. And you've experienced that recently. So can you give us a little bit of how you started this journey and how comfortable you are now. Yeah, sure. So how I started this journey is just that it was a way to share my art with the world and connect. The beauty of this is that I've been a working professional artist basically all my life. I have my master's. I bring this up. I've been represented by galleries. I've exhibited it internationally, all these things. The reason why I bring this up is that up until Web3, my career felt like it was idling, even though I'm doing everything and we're engaging, I'm having shows. The power and the ability to truly connect and expand inside of this space is just phenomenal. I feel like my art career literally began with Web3 and it made so much sense. It helped me make sense of why things were kind of at the place that they were. And really the key is this whole new cultural shift around collaboration and partnership. And that's really what was missing in my life as a painter. And as a painter, it's a very singular experience. And it's kind of known. I'm in my studio. I'm painting. I'm alone. I love my alone time. I love that. But I also love sharing. And I do it so that I can connect. And that's why we do what we do. So the pivot for me was not just learning the technology, minting, 
kind of getting into the digitizing of the work, that was kind of the first basic layer. And then the second was really like working with people. First of all, having not learning in a vacuum, you know, it's you have to be vulnerable. And I really pushed myself in uncomfortable ways. I was really uncomfortable for a long time. I still am in some ways kind of uncomfortable with technology, to be honest. And that's okay. It's the outcome and the function that it offers, that the space offers, is just so rewarding. I find that where you meet the space, it meets you and the people will come. And so let's see, cut to the, (laughs) these are big questions and it's like life-changing and world-changing. But I think that the next layer pivot for me was starting to work with animators, really kind of handing over the work. Even Ethan from Outer Edge. I mean, that was an amazing experience. Hey, Ethan, I was, we are friends now and we work together, but I love being like, like, I want to see what you do with these. Like, what are you going to do with these? And he made them into these like really dope two-bit generated animations that just were, I wouldn't have thought of doing that. And I loved it. And so it's really like been this making it fun, working with people and letting people inform your work and not being attached to a specific even aesthetic and really letting and then, of course, blending the ability that this space has to bring in activism, cause impact is just another kind of aspect of the wind behind the sails of how we get to show up as artists in the world. This has now become like this has beefed up my own identity. It's taking us out of that old kind of paradigm of the isolated and it's quite the opposite. It's this like activated, abundant, amazing experience of like we literally go farther together and the art, it gets better together. Our life gets better together. Like everything gets better. And this space is proof of that. So I guess I am really an evangelical <laughs> voice in this space. So no, I can't say. I, I love it. I love hearing. I mean, you're like, it's complicated and intimidating. I've been five, six years in the space. It's still complicated and intimidating, but it's with mm-hmm. the people that are willing to take the risk. So we're really grateful to have you as part of this community. Yeah. Ethan, I wanna, thank uh, you. Like, I'm honored. Yeah. I want to cut in and, uh, and go ahead, uh, Ethan. Yeah. Before we lose a little bit of what Nicole said, she said something about like feeling uncomfortable or like still getting comfortable. And I really want to highlight that because I firmly believe that you're not really going anywhere special unless you're getting into uncomfortable places, right? If you're sitting there doing something that feels natural and normal, it's easy. I challenge you to push yourself farther. And I think I want to highlight... They have a word for that that, place that's far away from your comfort zone, and they call that being on the edge. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I Um, feel like I've been on the edge during this theme change for the last month, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I I think it's really important to highlight that, like, two big points here. We really want to honor those people in the community that are in that place with this event. And we call them the builders, the creators, the explorers, whatever you are. We're here to support you and bring you in and let you showcase what you're doing. And to be honest, feel a little bit vulnerable pushing the edges and making things happen. And I think the other side of that, too, that Nicole brought up is working with other people also puts you in a vulnerable place, in a place where you're pushing your boundaries. And so we want to encourage that and support that. And the last thing I just want to highlight to everybody which Josh kind of mentioned off the cuff there. We're pushing our edges here by bringing this event to you and offering you what we believe is the edge of what we can offer in terms of 
something new, something interesting, something exciting, something that hasn't been done before. And so this is an invitation now. You'll hear more about it, but there's going to be plenty of invitations for you out there. Yes, you, whoever you are, to come and participate with us and be rewarded for that participation. Yeah, totally. And I want to break down what this means more specifically for folks. And then, of course, we have a lot of special people that have joined this day from Mr. David Bianchi to the crypto jeweler to Keith Botha. I want to at least give everyone a chance to sort of chime in and share their thoughts on what's going on as well. We love community feedback. And a lot of these folks, we've been consulting, like we don't make decisions in a vacuum. We definitely look to the community for guidance along the way. After all, that is co-creation. So there's a couple components of this event that really fit the theme. Of course, we've got William Shatner, which is so special and so honored to have him at our event. We also are doing something different this year with the structure of the actual event. So the core event is going to be on Tuesday and Wednesday, March 21st and March 22nd. And if you can imagine, it's going to be the large in the convention center with a lot of creative space. There's going to be multiple stages that are sort of separated in creative ways. And on the outer edge of both sides of the room is designated space for the community. These are plots of physical land inside of our event, 10 by 10 and 10 by 20 pieces of land that are available to the community activations to apply to receive. There's a very nominal deposit, which is really intended to just say like, look, are you actually going to come and do something cool? But creativity wins. So if you go to our website, outeredge.live slash co-create, you can apply for a plot of land. This is for artists. This is for technologists. This is for futurists. This is for anyone that wants to add value to this space and showcase what their talents are, what their passions are, what they're working on, gifting the community with some kind of experience that adds value to the space. And we've been hearing so many cool ideas and we're like, how do we do this? Well, this is our solution to that. There's another component, too, to the outer edge. And we know the outer edge of creativity does not live in the convention center. It lives in our community. And Thursday is really to celebrate that whole sort of outer edge. And people are planning some crazy fun stuff like wellness activations, sports activations, art activations on community day. So in addition to, of course, having a calendar of events that happen in the evenings and around the core event, we're actually working with people to support events on Community Day, to get people out into the community to see what's going on all over L.A. People are going to be coming to town from Asia, from South America, from Canada, from Europe, and we want them to see everything and get out, get some vitamin D, get out in the community and check out cool parties, check out cool art galleries, all that stuff. So that is also part of the theme of this year. And with this concept of the Outer Edge means really cool collaborations. And I want to highlight one that is really special with the crypto jeweler. I'll let him sort of explain it. But he came to us and said, I want to do something cool. And it kind of was even before we announced the Outer Edge concept and before we announced this Outer Edge activation opportunity. But it fits perfectly what we're trying to do here. So Crypto Jeweler, if you want to say what's up and 
tell everyone a little bit about your experience of the last NFTLA and what you decided you wanted to do together with us. And, oh, actually, oh, do we lose him? We lost David Bianchi. I wanted him to say what's up before he left. But, all right, maybe he'll join us again. In the meantime, Crypto Jeweler, what's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, thank you so much for having me up here. Man, this is really incredible. First of all, Nicole, it's great to hear your story. And it's so awesome that you're experimenting so much with the digital and physical realms. I think that those two realms together are huge and something that is going to be a huge part of just NFT culture and Web3 culture as a whole. I've been really lucky and blessed to have been not a part, but to experience NFT LA these past two years and meet Josh out there and get to chat with everybody who's been putting these things on. I mean, some of my best experiences that I've had in this space period have come from their events and some of the best insight and knowledge that I've used in my own creation of art and jewelry and how I've structured some of my things have have come directly from being at those events and listening to those speakers and putting to use kind of that knowledge and networking. I mean, it's not only a great tool, but it's a really fun And I've had takeaways from each time that I've been there that I'll remember for the rest of my life. So kudos to you guys for putting on such an amazing event year after year. And this year seems like it's going to be one of the most exciting yet. So I'm super pumped about it. And I was lucky I ran into Josh in Miami. And uh, at the time, I was handing out these good morning pendants to all kinds of people that were at Miami and Art Basel. And by the end of it, you couldn't go to a single event without seeing somebody with a good morning pendant on. And I ended up speaking with Josh. It's like, yeah, man, like I would love to do something in LA with you guys. And he said, this is pretty amazing. Like people are really enjoying this. And I think it would be great to do something together. So that's when we talked about the idea of possibly doing some items for the attendees of the event itself. So I'm happily here to announce that we will be creating two different style pieces for the attendees and people who are coming to this event as takeaway items. And I'm really honored to be able to do that and to not only share my work, but just to have so many people be able to participate in that and get a piece of jewelry that is something special to me. And hopefully it's a great takeaway item for anybody who receives one of them. So I can't I expect to be fully blamed. I want to be fully blinged out. I want the grill. I want the chain with the pendant. Hopefully it spins. I don't even know, man. Like, let's swag me. I want my drip to blind people because that's how you do LA. Yeah. Maybe I need to do one special piece that's full diamond and gold that gets given away to a lucky winner of whatever, a raffle or something that we give away something crazy. That could be, (laughs) that could be pretty sweet. I want to see my Oni character like on a pendant. Like, it's so funny because Punk's got the first one with the Tiffany's and I was just salty because I don't have a punk, unfortunately. Nicole beat me to it. She got that punk before I could scoop it. But Oh, you wanted yeah. this one, huh? Because I have long hair, so I think that's the one that closest represents me. And uh, you wear hot pink red lipstick, too? Most of the time, yeah. It really makes my eyes pop, is what I like to think. Yeah, that's what it does to mine, too. This PFP is actually what I look like. I wear kabuki paint most of the time so that people recognize me IRL. I have something perfect. <laughs> I have something perfect for you then. I'm going to bring something special just for you that I have that's actually created for Oni Force that I've been holding on to for a while. And no. I only have a couple of them and I haven't put them publicly for sale yet because I haven't worked out the details with the project. 
but it is Oni related, and I think you're going to love it. So I'll bring it just for you. Star Lady's a homie, and anything I can do to flex over top of him would be great. So uh, <laughs> be um, he's going to be jealous. I'll say that. He'll be jealous for sure. So I know David's running around. Let's give David a chance to say what's up. We just saw him on Monday at a really, really special event. Thank you so much for hosting. And David's another person that we got to know through the LA community and through NFTLA. And he's just done so much pioneering in the world of entertainment and Web3. And we just continue to co-create. What's up, David? Are you sure oh, he's here? Because I saw him a minute ago, but then he disappeared. <laughs> we lost him again. Yeah, we lost he's him. He's kind of doing like a stealth ninja, we're, we're gonna, ninja Twitter space man. thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought whoever was behind the hummingbird handle, I was like, <laughs> is his name David too? I'm very confused. Why don't we throw it to Hummingbird Warriors NFT because we haven't heard from them yet. Man, I'm just honored to be here. I'm honored to talk with LA people. We are new to the space. We're the Hummingbird Warriors here in L.A. also. We're a team of four people, and we've all been in the industry. And we're just so excited to be here. I can't wait to go to our first NFT L.A. I mean, I'm on a buzz. There's so many beautiful things have been happening in Web3. This has been a life-changing experience here in Los Angeles for me and my girlfriend, who are the co-creators. We've done five in-real-life events here in L.A. this last year. We did three beach cleanups with just wonderful groups of people. And then we did a kids NFT art show in Riverside that was amazing. Children getting into NFTs and they were incredible kids. And then we just yesterday drove all the way to Palm Springs to meet the geezers of crypto. So we've met these incredible people again. And I'm just blown away. I mean, I don't even want to shield. I just want to talk to you. I will shield, but I just want to tell you how special this is. And and to be here in LA and to feel your positivity and your excitement for always pushing the edge, as you said, and creating new events. And I'm so excited. We have an interview to talk with you guys in February because of some categories you have coming up. And we're really excited about it. Yes, we well, we're well, that's, Yeah, I'm looking forward to that conversation. And thanks for all you're doing in the community. You came in and you're getting it done and you're supporting all these things. I would encourage you to think about, is there a beach cleanup event we could schedule around the core event on maybe the weekend prior or Thursday where we can support that on the community calendar? That's a great sort of way for people to bond and get together and still sort of share that Web3 spirit. Man, I love that idea. And I'll reach out to everyone. And in April, there's also these amazing art shows in different parks in LA. So I'm just so excited to meet some more LA people. <laughs> I've been able to branch out. I've met Darcy Donovan with the Star Dogs and Alicia. You know, we have two Emmy winners on our team. We also have a lot of history from cartoons from right D here in dope, LA. Dope. You know, well, let's, let's, yeah, let's get into the details of what you're up to, man, soon. I want to make sure that we sort of give all these different co-creators a chance to chat and say what's up. 100%. Thank you for letting me be here. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to hear from everyone else. David, what's up, my friend? Are you there? What's up, brother? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. Yeah, no, I'm dipping in and out, man. We're down at the studio loading in, so there's a lot of fun activity happening, but... I wanted to jump in and just thank you guys for all that you do and show as much solidarity as I can, man. We're, shit, today's Thursday. We started our first day of shooting Razor in four days, and it's really, really mind-blowing that we're here. It's, it's really, really fucking exciting. 
Yeah, yeah. Razor is such a great example of pushing the edge of technology and entertainment. You did a open reading prior to actually shooting, which I don't think has been done before, probably not typical in the industry. Maybe give everyone a little sneak peek at how you guys are pushing the outer edge here. Sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What we did and the event that I produced around the table read that you were so generously there in attendance at has never been done before, at least not to my knowledge. I mean, table reads are a very common thing in Hollywood, right? I mean, in episodic television, I've been on a ton of them and feature film level, but they're always done on the, on the back lot behind a closed door, very much in CNN is like triple NDA and so on and so forth. But in the spirit of decentralization and what with Gollum, I said, well, look, let's just do everything out in the open. I'm very confident in the material. I'm confident in the screenplay that I co-wrote with Daniel J. Pico. And I said, look, let's create an opportunity for people to come out and celebrate film three in a very public way. So we produced at the Greenway Court Theater a red carpet celebrity attended and sort of like high level web two and web three tastemakers. We had everything from blockchain builders. You gentlemen were there to highly curated members, ultra capitalists, studio heads, CAA was there, UTA was there. A lot of really influential people were there to hear the entire series of Razor performed out loud by a celebrity cast in a theater of 100 people and catered event and beverage and food and everything. And it was really, really an exciting time to see people come into the space. And we art decorated the theater and try to create an immersive sort of experience for people to take home with them emotionally around the world of Razor. And that's never done because everybody is so terrified of losing their intellectual property. But this is something that I felt was really, really important to be able to capture it on five cameras and edit together pieces of this that we will be able to give secretly to NFT holders. And we had NFT holders who attended the event, for example. Another example of what we did, of what I produced with Gala Film, was the first ever, as far as I know, Twitter casting competition for a Hollywood-produced series. So I created sides, basically some dialogue, and opened up the casting to anybody in Web3. Whether you lived in Delaware, whether you lived in Arkansas or lived in L.A., the idea was to break down the barriers and make it peer-to-peer. So I wanted to create an opportunity for anyone. If you don't have an agent or a manager, if you've always dreamed of being an actor, if you've never done it before, just step up to the plate, put your audition on Twitter, and we narrowed it to 20 people. And the NFT holders actually voted on who got in my series Razor. And I took my hands off the wheel. Whoever they chose is whoever they chose. And they ended up picking a great actress. And I worked within the tone of her delivery. And we created a really cool sequence. And now she's going to be a part of the series. And if she happens to be a SAG actor. But within that, I found a bunch of talent that weren't SAG actors. And I saw people. So now I'm bringing in people from Web3 to have speaking roles in this series. It's all now important actors union in the world, the Screen Actors Guild. And that's all off the back of sort of community philanthropy and giving back and participating. And what I just did is I just did the same. I, I didn't make so, the cut because I, of my lipstick, Nicole. That was the problem. It just the, <laughs> the David, David, I secretly joke that Ben's going to be the next Ryan Seacrest. We're doing a little howling at the edge content studio at Outer Edge. But yeah, you would have nice. been, really enjoyed this, Ben. And David, let's get some of those dope props out in the open at the convention center. There's some really cool props that you guys are going to use in shooting that I know we did our interview in front of that would be super cool, futuristic stuff that we could sort of put around the conference. 
Oh, 100%. And I definitely think that is something that we should do. And honestly, I think that that's almost low-hanging fruit. Like, I think that we should collaborate and find really interesting, really forward tech ways that we can create immersive experiences. Not just what Hollywood has done, which is, oh, let's put a prop on an art stand or behind a glass box and let people look at it but can't touch it. No, no. I want to, like, create an opportunity for people to like go into an AR world or a VR world and things that are like tactile and really bring sort of like the laser to the interpersonal interactive human experience. And I don't know what that's going to look like yet, but the props is absolutely, that's a win-win. Well, we got like almost eight weeks, which is like 17 or 20 years in non-Web3. So we can figure it out. On the razor's (laughs) outer edge. And David, do you know Keith Botha, who's also joining us? You guys must know each other, right? Looks like I follow Keith. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Keith, I think, all right, that? so funny story. Tal had a get-together, and I think you are both there. And so you guys probably have been in the same room many, many times, but that's the speed of Web3. Keith, what's going on, my friend? So good to be here. So happy to be here. Thank you. David, you've attended all of the party animal events, so... You even came to my pool party at Ziggy, you fool. Put your uh, face where the nose is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Josh, it's good to be here. Guys, be excited for what's coming. I think it's very innovative and cool progression of moving with the space and the trends and what's good and the community and where things are. So congratulations to you and the team. I'm looking forward to it, dude. Thanks, man. And it's been great just talking with you and getting your input over the last few months. I know you work with so many renowned artists in LA, but also throughout the US, maybe globally, I'm not even sure. And I see Warhoddle in the audience. What's up, Warhoddle? And it's just would be really exciting to explore ways that we can activate the outer edge together. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. I mean, we've done really cool events with all the collaborating artists and stuff over the last couple of years and it's been a journey and every time we add something new and it's always something different but it's the same kind of artist community as a bunch of people in the audience like Warhoddle, Emily, Manny, Gabe, Sabed, like a whole bunch of them, Camille, Zihovac. So everyone brings their own kind of vibe to the events that we kind of collaborate on and put on this massive scene and it's a magical space to be surrounded by super talented people and just kind of be immersed in their world and having real conversations mixed up with a memorable piece of art and a a memory to go along with it so I think for us it's a good opportunity to come and showcase all these artists and their different offerings and their own kind of styles and fashion and that kind of thing so from a blockchimi and party animal and future shape and all of our partners kind of forefront and perspective will bring it. We're excited. There's going to be a few secret activations done throughout the week around the area and the conference center and stuff. And then also a few kind of games we're going to be playing where people can purchase almost like a slot to have one-on-one time with an artist and be sure to get a, a physical piece and along with its digital twin kind of activations, but really kind of having an artist lounge kind of erected and creating an immersive space for all. And yeah, it's going to be good. I just want one of those Titanic couches so you can paint me like one of your French girls. I mean, <laughs> if that's what, you want, art, that's what you get, that's like we don't discriminate against any art and style. So if that's what you want, I'm pretty sure one of the artists will represent and do it for you. But yeah, I mean, 
there's a lot of diversity and stuff. I know we're so well affiliated within the art community. It's just the same crew of producers and creatives that will just, everyone comes and brings their kind of spice to it. And at the end of it, you've got a massive creative hot pot of awesomeness. So it's going to be memorable. And we're mixing the reality and the VR and the physical and digital quite heavily. We've mastered some of the tools and applications that's very Web3 centric. And we've really married that with the physical experience to go along with it. So it works for people that's only being introduced to it. And it really services people that's already deep into it and really likes the Web3 component. So be what, sure to do you have like a personal favorite style? I mean, you're dealing with a lot of different artists that have very unique perspectives on how to approach things. Like you personally, is there something that like screams out, this is Keith? I mean, it's a very interesting question. I appreciate that. I lean towards a lot of bright, vivid colors and pop arty kind of art, I think, personally. And that also translates, like if you look at the vibrance that you can't compare, but like Ali Sabat and Gabe Vice with their individual styles also. I mean, it's hard to say. I like bright stuff. Like yesterday, I found a white suit that's going to be commissioned with a very pop art artist to be made of one of one custom suit. So probably that kind of retro vibes with the pop art. Yep. I did meet somebody at one point. That's what they did. They did acrylic painting on top of like formal wear. So he had like a suit and then he hired artists and they would do like an acrylic over top of like a white suit. He would wear it and then they would frame it, which I thought was pretty awesome. But yeah, man, there's just so many different things that can operate as a canvas. And now with digital, like that's going to the zenith, right? Because digital fashion is becoming like the canvas of the metaverse as well. It's like I can create a shoe that I would never wear IRL, but it works in the metaverse type stuff. So really testing the limits of our imagination. And the physics is all all over the place too. It's whatever we make it. But yeah, these are all the different things I want to experience. And I think you were talking about, what was it, VR, AR, like some of the high-end tech... Like, have you done a lot of stuff in VR? Has anybody on stage done a lot of stuff in like VR modeling, painting? Because that's such a cool avenue. And I'm excited to see how people play with that tech. I've definitely been to some cool events in LA that have showcased that type of technology recently. It's pretty exciting for sure. I see, Ben, a couple of folks in the audience that are familiar faces around LA. Emily, Manny, Warhol. Then you guys want to come they, up? Or they can come up. on up. I'm waiting for requests. If you guys are in the audience and you want to come up and jam with us and talk about the dope things that you're doing, smash that request button and Danny will send you on up. And then we'll also leave a little bit of room for questions. I really want to focus questions on the community activation stuff, the outer edge sort of land grants, uh, to make sure people have the information they need to go to the website and apply. Well, we have Emily up here now. Emily, you want to say hello? Hi, everybody. Hey, Keith. I mean, I know everybody like in this room, so I just feel weird whenever I get on a stage and I know everybody. I'm like, hey, it's me again. But yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about what's coming up in the next couple of weeks and especially with NFTLA. Outer Edge LA. It's okay. Sorry, We're all I'm sorry. Tri- Outer Edge LA. Oh my God. There's too many like NFT, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, with what you guys are doing, because you guys are amazing. So thank you so much for having me on the stage and just saying hello. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I mean, you're amazing, too. You've been such a pioneer in this space. You are definitely at the outer edge 24-7. Yeah, I might be on the outer edge. I don't know where I am, but yes, I'm somewhere. <laughs> over the edge. Over, the, over edge. the edge. I'm in the, like, yeah, I'm in the black hole. I'm, like, being sucked in the black hole. But I was at David's event the other night, and it was incredible. There's nothing like being at a table read. It's really interesting to just have the actors sitting there reading the script to you. David sent me the script like weeks ago and I read it. And when you read a script in your own voicing, like in your head, you imagine certain things, but you don't really get the whole mood of it. And then when I went to the table reading, it was just like so next level. And I'm so excited to see it come to life on the screen with his vision and everything he wants to do with it. So it was very, very exciting. And the fact that he's using NFTs to activate all of this, it's just so original. And the concept is so original. Everything's just the originality of it. It just screams that. And I think that's so, so, so very important with everything that we do, everybody in the audience, like originality, just push that through your art, push that through your work, because we're here to break boundaries. We're here to like move fast and break things. And we can do that because we're in a field that is so new. So don't be afraid to try new things and see what happens. And I'm just very proud of everybody in the room. So thank you. I love all like the people pushing boundaries. My weirdos are my favorite. The people that like to go step outside of their comfort zone and do something. Yes. And that's NFT land incarnate, right? Weird. Every time you see a project well, that's I, like I mooning, even, weird. Yeah, I don't even call it weird, though. I call it courageous because like weird has a yeah. connotation of like, I don't know. But I call I'm it taking the word back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, no, no offense to what you said. But like, I think there's courage in breaking boundaries. There's courage in doing things that are new and different. When I started my band that's based off a graphic novel and I play the character on stage, nobody was doing that shit. And I was just like, you know, fuck it. Like, what is really holding us back? The only thing that holds us back is fear and fuck fear. Like, honestly, no offense to anyone that has problems with bad words, but like I curse a lot. But like, just have the courage and be courageous. So you can call it weird. You can call it different. You can call it whatever you want. But I call it courageous because I think that's the sexiest thing on the planet is to be courageous. Yeah, we're censoring you for the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm pretty sure it's like a... I was it's like, there's kids in the audience. There's kids in the audience, the children. <laughs> Think of the children. <laughs> I am the child right now. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Making me feel funny per usual. Zach doesn't want any of it. No, I love it. <laughs> that was awesome. Emily, thank you for coming up and giving us that. It was funny because you're talking about real stuff and making it nice and lighthearted. Yeah, it's refreshing. And you really nailed it. There's actually only two ingredients that are necessary to have courage. And one is fear and the other is a commitment. So it's clear to us that you've got well, both of those. I like that. I like Who is that. courageous enough to change their name right before the conference starts? Shout out to Big Courage, Outer Edge. Come on. <laughs> That's a whole yeah. Full of yeah, you Josh know, has it, been having heartburn for three weeks now. Yeah, yeah. Sleep has not been my best friend. But this has been so uplifting for me and I'm sure for Zach and Ethan and Jeff and the whole edge of team because we didn't change the concept because it was easy or because it would have been easier to do it the way we did it last year. We did it because we want to drink our own Kool-Aid and do something that we think is going to enhance the experience for the community and to really double down on some of the things we did last year with the community 
like having the satellite events at Super Chief and whatnot. And we just realized, man, like this is something that should be re-engineered and we don't know what it's going to look like. What activations are going to be at the outer edge of the event? I don't know, but we have this idea to do it and let's give it a try. So I really am excited about all the different applications that have already come in and the ones that are continuing to come in and I would encourage anyone that has a creative idea for how to collaborate to submit an application. We'll have meetings. We'll talk it through. We'll try to make it work. Yeah, yeah I, that's, I've, I've that's got the courageous I've, move. That's the bold move. And what's great is, so I'm in a alpha group called the Dojo with uh, Young Content and Tony Bravado, and they're comedians, and they've been just like doing these random videos. And I love comedy as a concept for pushing the boundaries of what we can do in nft i think k money really like hit it too and what's funny is i think he started really popping at nft la last year so seeing what like he's able to pull out in the outer edge and having that fun lightheartedness as we get experimental and weird is gonna be so dope so hopefully the dojo shows up we can get my ninjas like out there in fighting form so everyone gather your squads gather your alpha groups we're going to get weird. I like that. I second that. I'm here for it, man. Let's get super weird and creative and crack this shit up. The whole concept we talked about, Josh, about like kind of like this Burning Man feel of like community where you have kind of people able to interpret and do the setup and how you have the setup now where there's these open spaces to do things. We want people to be visually astounding. We want people to come out and let their freak for lag fly a little bit and visually compel you in and that'll help give the collaborations and the introductions you need be loud and proud it's how you get ahead out here you have questions about blockchain like how big of a block can you chain without throwing out your back or have you received that chain letter how did you block it and does blockchain taste better barbecued or deep fried <laughs> luckily you don't have to ponder these quandaries alone anymore because blockchain training alliance is here to answer them and also train you in real world blockchain issues that will impact your business's bottom line and oriented future forward along the ley lines of the most important tech humanity has perfected since harnessing atomic energy if you're into those sorts of things Blockchain Training Alliance is a top leader in the field, counting among its clients IBM, Microsoft, Disney, Morgan Stanley, and many more, and offering a wide array of technical and non-technical courses. Whether you're a computer neophyte training for an incredible career in this new space, or a coding expert honing your skills, Blockchain Training Alliance will help you steer your ship home safely, filled with treasure. <laughs> Arg. So hurry and sign up for the Blockchain Training Alliance course that best fits your needs at blockchaintraininalliance.com. Use discount code EDGEOF for 50% off and start your next block today. Before we run off, though, does anyone in the audience have any just questions about how this all will work? I think we laid out the basics. Tuesday, Wednesday is at the convention center. There'll be some sort of kickoff prior. Thursday is community day. The whole week is Outer Edge Week. We will have a calendar, we will publish everything going on, and we have the ability to send ticket holders all over the community for different activations. We want everyone to get a chance to showcase what they're doing. What do I wear though, Josh? Is it business casual, formal? Do I dress as my own character? You DM me for decided that. So wolf in an astronaut <laughs> helmet. Oh yeah, I need a wolf costume. We saw a lot of creative attire last year, and you got like very stylish people like 
Emily and Keith, they're going to be representing. So you're going to want to represent along with them, especially if you're going to be hosting at the Howling at the Edge studio. So I expect the fashion police won't be arresting you, Ben. I got to step my game up. Let's go. Well, we just brought a bunch of people up on stage. Hands are good now because we have a stacked stage. And I want to hear from all of you and just be conscious of time. We are at the top. I'm always okay running over a little bit. If other people have to dip, that's cool. But I want to hear from the community. So Buddha, what up? What up, fam? I just recently applied to uh, be a speaker on there. But one thing I had a question about is I don't believe I saw an aspect for musicians that was there, right? I saw other and something like that. But I'm personally, I practice 432 hertz sound healing music, meditative music, as well as I'm also a spiritual teacher. And I just wanted to ask, like, what would be the best avenue to get connected with you guys? Would it just be that application? Is there anything else that we can do? Because I'm really interested in getting within this community and learning more, a little deeper behind the scenes and how everything kind of works and flows together. Yeah, so in terms of the wellness component, our community partner is Peace Inside Live. And I would encourage you on the healing side to DM them, DM Cheryl Lazar, She's extremely accessible. Her and Jordana live in LA. They're working on some cool stuff, both inside the the event and outside the event. And so I would DM them and see if there's some collab potential. Yeah, but music is going to be a big part of it. And there are lots of musicians that have already kind of agreed to show out. They're going to be speaking on panels, touring the conference floor, maybe even some live performances out there. I did a little bit of alphas. There is one major band that is releasing an album three days before the actual event. And so we've had conversations with them and it continues to be something. And these are like mainstream known artists. I'm obviously not going to front run their news, but it's been really cool just being able to engage with all these creatives, whether it be in the fashion industry, music industry, jewelry, acting, you name it. I couldn't ask to have a better career track than living in this world of Web3 right now because I get a jam with the coolest people ever. Look at this damn stage. I mean, that's what's up. (laughs) Well, we got some more people on the stage. If you guys want to speak up, feel free to throw your hands up. Otherwise, we do have to rotate people because we have other requests. Yeah, so what's going up? How's it going? How's it going? Um, It's going. Cool, cool. Honestly, I was a little nervous to come up here. I've never been in front of a stage with this many people, but Emily definitely pumped me the fuck up fuck fear I'm, I'm with that all the way and i just want to say keith you're my dog you're my spirit animal i love you keep doing what you're doing i'm super excited i can't wait for marge literally counting down the days and i just wanted to talk a little bit about your guys opinions on the digital world and services that revolve around high quality designs right and if anyone's looking forward to seeing the physical products with digital collections well, and collabs and how that wraps around it I think the crypto jeweler is the right person to comment on that topic. I'm super excited for it, man. I think we really have just got started to really see what's going to come out of this for digital and physical. I know Keith's doing a lot of stuff with that too. By the way, I love that you said Keith is your spirit animal. (laughs) Like every time I see Keith, no matter what face lights up, I'm like, Keith, what's up, dude? (laughs) Give him like the biggest hug. Yeah, (laughs) for real, dude. Right? He's, just, he's got he's this little wolf energy, tendency man. to him. He's like a little tiny wolf. Yeah, he's got so much energy wrapped around him. He's on the prowl, dude. I love Keith. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm that's cool. Keith, let me hear a little howl. 
Let me hear yeah. a little howl from you, Keith. Come on, for the audience. <laughs> Let's get some hearts for that in the audience. Let's go. Let's go. And I, oh, look at him, brother. <laughs> I really do think we're going to see a lot more digital. I hate that word, digital, but it's the only word that works. But we're going to see a lot of it. We saw a lot of it in Miami. We're seeing more and more of it across the space. I think it's important, whether it's art, jewelry, whether it's cards or what have you, I think that presence both digitally and physically is important. And being able to create these valuable, high value, high quality items whether it be any of these mediums is, is really brings that next level of not only collectability, but brand awareness and allows you to kind of pop outside the bubble and echo chamber sometimes of what Web3 can be and really showcase what your brand potential, your artist potential is outside of just that digital realm. I think the big winner from this is going to be people who can create experiences around their art digitally as well as collectability in the physical realm. So to tie those two together in a way that is experiential on the digital front and collectible in the physical realm, I think is important and something we'll see more and more of. Hell yeah. I love that answer, man. Thank you so much. And the reason why I bring it up is because, I mean, if any of you guys know who Greg Bean is, Bean Stomatic, I'll do a little plug for him. He's my boy. He launched a Future Shape 360 in Denver not too long ago. And he's now launching the art department, which is going to be opening pretty soon, February 11th on Nomad Boulevard. Give him a quick follow at Metanoise underscore AD. They're doing some really cool stuff. And it's definitely in tune with what you're talking about. So I'm excited for the future, my man. Love to hear it. Yeah, yeah so many great things going on throughout LA galleries and activations. You could go to 365 Web3 events a year in LA, which is why we wanted to really make sure that we celebrate all the stuff beyond inside of the core event. So it keeps you busy. And I'm hankering down planning this event for the community, but normally I'm out and about all the time at all these great events. We've got a hand raised. Is that someone that hasn't said what's up yet, Ben? That's right. It's Ilst. Am I saying that right? Ilst. Hey. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, it's Ilst. Lust. Uh, yeah, this oh, is Rob. There yeah. we go. I was like, uh, I'm sorry, man. I butchered the hell out of that. That's a better. No, game, no. Man. Hey, eyes in the beauty of the beholder. So no worries, or vice versa. But just wanted to share that with all the exciting things coming around, LA is a big city. So we've been working on building out interactive Web3 maps that kind of tie in different experiences, be it venues, be it artworks, be it art walks, all that fun stuff. So we definitely have some plans to kind of configure a utility map for people who might be coming in from out of town. And we're based out of Venice Beach, so we know the ins and outs and are just happy to help support in any way possible. And we're actually putting together a big conference map for ETH Denver right now. And so we'll be taking the similar tech and then applying it to our uh, home base in LA. So just wanted to share that. That's beautiful and so necessary. Very cool. Very cool. And also have people encourage them to put their event on our event calendar. We'll be having a process soon so we can get all the good stuff out there and then you can map it out for people. That'd be great. Hell yeah. No, thanks for having me. Can I ask a logistical question? Please. So what's the kind of time for opening and closing every day at the main location? What does that look like in terms of yeah, so, and access? I think we'll probably allow check-in around 8 or 8.30. And then one thing different we didn't talk about yet that we're doing this year is at 9 a.m., the early 
bird gets a worm folks will have the opportunity to do workshops and we've got some incredible workshops planned at 9am 9 to 10 with some leaders in the space one of them will be with one of the foremost tokenomics experts in the world about tokenomics and rewards so that's kind of exciting event kicks off after that around 10 and the general plan is to sort of conclude the formalities around 4.30 or 5, and then sort of go into a happy hour zone, and then more community events, after parties, all that good stuff. So you're going to want to be at the core event, I'd say from 9 to 6, you know, on Tuesday and Wednesday. You're not going to want to miss that stuff. It's going to be pretty sick. And like, I really hope a lot of you come to the workshops. Like, I know 9 a.m. is a little early for Web3 time, but we wanted to try this this year to sort of do more than just talks. Talks are great, but it's hard to learn from a talk. I learned from more of a workshop environment personally. And so we've got workshops on everything from the technology side to the creative side. We'll be announcing those workshops soon and later. If you have an idea for a workshop, we're certainly open to it. There'll be some advanced workshops and some more basic workshops. That sounds amazing. Um, another, nice. oh, another thing to mention, Keith, since you asked, is we are planning a hackathon for over the weekend for a couple hundred hackers. So there will be more information on that really, really soon. So if you're a developer and you're listening to this and you want to hack, we have a sort of hackathon in the works very soon for the weekend prior. We're also planning on Thursday as one of the community activations, some kind of startup VC event. The details haven't been announced yet. But we think it's really important to sort of catalyze this ecosystem by introducing emerging companies to VCs and and angels that care about building the future of Web3. So this is another sort of new addition to the event beyond the ones that we mentioned. And, you know, I know there's a wellness event in the making on Thursday as well. And there'll be a ton of stuff to do. Everyone's going to be really busy. And before you know it, the week's going to be over. And there'll be coffee, right? That's all I care about is as long as I can get my coffee in the morning, I can make those 9 a.m. workshops. No problem. Or Red Bull. Zach's going to be brewing it himself, right, Zach? Yeah, exactly. You got this, Zach, right? Or over on demand. (laughs) Hey there, NFT Space Cadet. Let's zoom in on the globe from outer space today to Abbott Kinney Boulevard in Venice Beach, L.A., Let me show you a cosmic tech beacon that shines out among the bustle of fashion, art, and food there. It's a thriving software dev, data science, and design studio known as AE Studio, where scores of the sharpest minds have come together to help founders and execs create software and machine learning solutions that are not only profitable and increase our agency as humans, but that give us that warm, fuzzy feeling that elegant tech so wonderfully does. AE's breadth of talent allows them to build anything from instillvideo.com, it's a health, fitness, and wellness app that makes your chakras tingle, to award-winning brain-computer interface solutions that could quite literally bend our minds. Oh, and keep an eye out for Token Runners, their NFT white-label marketplace, as well as our highly anticipated NFT drop, Boomer NFT. Now, for all you DGENs who strive to shed the cummerbund and pearls, comes a jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring partnership not seen since the heyday of Shaq and Kobe. It's called Edge of AE Studio, 
and you can find out all about it at edgeofae.com. That's right, this full-service, soup-to-nuts, end-to-end, whole-enchilada NFT service can help you, yes, you, Randy, launch your NFT project. Edge of NFT and AE Studio have come together like Voltron to get your project in gear so you can hightail it straight to the moon, stardom, and maybe even your own private yacht. Go to edgeofae.com to find out more. That's edgeofae.com. Actual results may vary depending on moon landing location, domain of stardom, scale and model of yacht, as well as weather scale model of yacht or actual yacht. All right, guys, I got to rotate some people downstage. I have two more requests that I want to bring up and then we got to close out the space. But this has been great. If you're listening and you didn't get to participate this time, don't worry. We do it every Thursday and we have different topics. We cover the news sometimes. Sometimes we have amazing feature guests, but this is going to be ongoing and we plan on continuing to do it. So love all the support and love being able to have you guys come up and join us as part of the community. So with that, I think it's Kiriaki. I see. I'm going to just butcher everybody. Yeah, there we go. Hey, hey what's hey, up? It's a pleasure Thanks. to see a lot of familiar faces. Emily really knows how to get me jumped and spiked. I was like going through the roof. Keith, NFT, uh, T's. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Well, a couple things that was coming through my heart and soul, I was didn't respond right away because I was writing in the group chat, but Josh and Hummingbird, our homies, Gorilla Gang, that soul mentioned from Future Shape 360, they do beach cleanups. And Justin, who's in the listener group right now, he led the beach cleanup in over the summer for Gorilla Gang. They're the first green chip, only green chip on Solana. So Josh, Hummingbird, I think y'all should connect or I'll just tag y'all, but definitely do beach cleanups. They're all about the environment. I think that'd be really dope for y'all to connect with them for that movement collectively, doing it together stronger. And then the other thing y'all are mentioning, like comedy and things of that nature, K-Money and stuff. So I've been like in the spaces from, there you go. He, I guess it maybe went through, someone tagged it. Okay, good. So from like the ethos and the heart and the soul of who we are and where we're growing to and stuff, in my mind, it's like we're all kids, like kids in a candy store. So with everything going on, I kind of like coined this thing, Culture Kids. And gratefully, we premiered it at Basel. And it was just like laughing every like half millisecond. So Josh sent me the application. I'm going to put it in. But if y'all want to do like a screening, it's like seven and a half minutes long. We could show like comedy, the culture of NFTs, the alpha, the language and stuff with like good quality content with like really good people. So I'm excited to add a lot of value and contribute that. Thanks so much. And yeah, we are talking to Jordan about sort of what could we do film three, either at the core conference or on community day. We're open to all ideas and there is a sort of financial component to activations, but we can all be scrappy and creative when those types of things come up and we're trying to figure it out with as many people as possible. Cool. Sounds good. Well, awesome. Sheila, I wanted to bring you up as well. And I appreciate both of you were very patient while we had a full stage, but say hello or we can sit in silence. That's cool too. (laughs) Sometimes people request they come up and their mics don't work, but Hey, again, not a big deal. If Sheila's not able to get her mic working, guess what? We're going to do it again next week. With that, I think that was kind of the last guest I was going to have up. So Josh, what are our closing remarks 
from the outer edge? What are we taking away from all this? Yeah. First, I just want to thank everyone for their support of this evolutional phase and the development of this experience and event. And thank everyone for their ideas and contributions. There's so many different ways that we can co-create in this space. And it's just been a really beautiful experience working with the community. That's number one. Number two, if you do want to snag a ticket to the event and come and attend, now's a fantastic time. We extended the early bird a couple extra days. Zach, what's the exact date the early bird is good till? Yeah, by request of William Shatner, we've extended it through the end of January. So, so yeah, midnight, the night of the 31st, they'll be gone forever. So, you know, snag it. The prices are lower than they will be at any point in the future. So encourage you to join the fun directly and be part of this year's Outer Edge LA. And I guess last, you guys know how to find us. There's on the website, we've tried to make it really clear about opportunities to apply. You can apply to speak, you can apply to do an art activation, you can apply to participate on the Outer Edge. Media partners are applying all the time. We're getting some really exciting media coverage. I think for us, the speaking part's great, but we've sort of reduce the number of stages there by popular demand from the community to have a more curated experience. But it's really not about the speaking as much as it is about the vibes and the networking and the high quality people that you're going to meet. We're bringing everyone together in one room this year with a different type of layout that we're really excited about. And I hope everyone likes it. We'll keep tweaking it as we go. We'll keep evolving and look forward to seeing you all in a little while. Love it. And with that, we throw to Daniel to close us out with final remarks. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to this episode, this announcement, this amazing Twitter space, you can also listen to the recording, which is going to leave in the Outer Edge account. Also, this Twitter space might be uploaded as a podcast episode as the Edge of NFT. So go subscribe on Spotify or your favorite podcast platform and catch it there. Now, another thing, if you like the content, of course, you need to share it. You need to retweet it. You need to tweet it out. You need to tell it to the world. Tell it to your grandma, to whoever you want to tell it, just feel free. And remember, these Twitter spaces, as Ben stated, happens every Thursday. So turn on your notifications for the Outer Edge account and for the Ad Trial How account. All right. So that will be pretty much it. Remember to follow everyone on stage. And as the last thing might be that we just announced our next Twitter space. So we're going to be talking about the metaverse with some cool guests as usual. So set your reminder, participate on the giveaway and have fun. And let's howl at the moon. Ow, ow, ow. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Okay, we've reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs today. Thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on this starship, so invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. Out, go to iTunes right now, rate us, and say something cool. Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. The views and opinions expressed on the Edge of NFT podcast reflect solely those views and opinions of the show creators and its guests. We are learning as we go just like you. Please make sure to do your own research. Our podcast is not financial advice. There are multiple strategies and not all strategies fit all people. You understand that you are using any and all information available on or through this podcast at your own risk.